the Bob's Not Here Man edition of Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at circusports.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Welcome, welcome to the show. I hope everyone had a, uh, a good fourth. Uh, I hope that if you blew yourself up, that you uh, filmed it, put it on Twitter for us to enjoy. Listen, people being blown up by their own fireworks, uh, if they weren't uh, mortally wounded or terribly maimed, pretty hilarious. Pretty, I'm just going to get that out of the way. Hilarious. Awesomely funny. I, I think I told this story on Twitter one time. Two of my best friends in the world. Lex Sullivan, shout out Neil Oxner. Neither of you listen to the pod. You're still getting shouted out though. Uh, one time we were say, I don't know, mid twenties. Uh, we could afford the, the nice fireworks, including the the fancy ones, the mortar shells. And uh, we of course were drunk and playing with fireworks. And uh, they loaded loaded one of those mortar shells backwards into the tube, and they lit it, and they just heard a thunk noise. No mortar shell going up in the air. Just a little bit of smoke from the tube. They realized what's happening. That's right. They'd shot, <laughs> shot the mortar shell further into the bottom. It was about to explode. They go running, and it looked like they were fleeing from the fucking Death Star as it went up. It was awesome. It was awesome. So if you caught that on tape, make sure you, you put that on Twitter and make sure you tag me because I really want to see it. Oh, what else is going on? Let's remind you about the merch. If you go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, we've got Notorious OTV merch is available. We've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got coffee mugs, all that cool shit. Uh, check it out. Buy it. Also, if you buy it, you maybe take video of yourself in it. Wearing other clothes, too. I just want to put that out there. Don't don't at me with some with some naked pics. Yeah. I mean, naked people are fun to see. Do what you want. <sighs> What are we going to talk about today? It's one of those things that we just like can't avoid talking about. Like you might say to yourself, Wolf of Oak, Ron, I thought you were going to skip out on talking about Bob. Wrong. Wrong. You would be wrong. It's listen, it's as much as I don't really want to be talking about this anymore. Uh, let's just say the silver haired fuck is, has really kind of, Forced our hands. We we have to talk about this shit. Uh, and what we're talking about is earlier this week, uh, CDI, Churchill Downs International, announced that it would be extending the suspension slash ban of Bob Baffert through 2024, meaning we're, we're guaranteed at this time, and I want to stress at this time, because Bob be litigious. He be having lawyers on retainer. Um, but at this time, we're guaranteed at least one more bobless derby. 
It's a big deal. It is a big deal. What's really important to me is that this extension of the suspension had absolutely nothing to do with an additional positive drug test at, at their tracker in Kentucky. Instead, CDI noted Bob's refusal to ever take blame for a positive drug test and for continuing to peddle in false narratives. Now, let's be let's just throw your opinion of Bob, my opinion of Bob, everything out of the, you know, out of your consciousness. Let's, let's look at this just tabla, tabla rasa blank slate here. The history of avoiding any and all blame for a horse under his care has a long history. It goes back more than 20 years, and the excuses are many and sometimes a bit fucking ridiculous. Yeah, there have been some ridiculous excuses. He's had horses test positive for opiate painkillers at Santa Anita. This excuse was lifted directly from an episode of Seinfeld uh, and Elaine's love of poppy seed muffins. That's right. Uh, there was cross-contamination because one of his grooms uh, likes poppy seeds and therefore came up positive for, for an opiate, which poppies being the flowers that create opium, which you synthesize into heroin and such. Uh, if you didn't know that, just watch the National Geographic channel, apparently. It's all about drugs now and sharks, and uh, I'm for it. I'm for both of those things. Uh, let's see. Justify. Test positive for, uh, was it scopolamine? Bob has excuse, ready to go. The horse ate Jimson weed. Jimson weed is to blame. Okay. Uh, you have Gamine. You have Charlatan. Both testing positive in Arkansas. See, these things are happening at multiple different jurisdictions. These things, this happens at Arkansas, and they test positive for the numbing agent lidocaine. What's the excuse? Well, Jimmy Barnes put on a salon pos patch, and instead of washing his hands or, or uh, you know, doing anything that you you might do to not harm a, a million dollar animal, he just decided to let Gamine and and Charlatan lick his fingers clean. Or while he was applying a, a tongue tie, if you believe it, whatever, you know, I don't personally believe it, but it's because we have a track record, a track record that includes this, a positive test for chemical compounds found in cough syrup turn up in a post post-race test. What do we blame this on? We blame this on grooms, other people on the backside. Who, uh, you know, they're all hopped up on cough syrup. So what do they do? They piss in like most likely a, a you know close to a million dollar horse's uh, hay that it eats. I'm gonna tell you this: hard to believe that Bob's running an operation where his grooms are just pissing willy nilly in the food of his champions. Listen, could one of these things happen? Absolutely. There's nothing that says something wacky couldn't have happened. That. One of these things couldn't happen. Yes, it's possible one of these things happen. Is there a world where Bob is the most unlucky person ever in the history of cross-contaminated blood samples? It is my opinion that there's no fucking way that he's this unlikely. You know, he's, he's this unlucky and simultaneously just the best trainer on earth. Like those, those two things don't jive. Like, if he's this unlucky, then, I mean, he's been DQ'd a million times. It's like, you know, if you're a life mush, you're, you're just a life mush. 
let, suffice it to say, the history is there. We all know about it. It's not something that's that's changed. And it's not something that people, it seems like we stop thinking about these things because there's a, always a new circumstance with Bob. There's always a new circumstance. What can I say? What can I say? Let's think about let's think about something else for a minute. I need to I need to change my my overall vibe. Bring me up. Circa Millions and the Circus Survivor are back. There's 14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. And Circa Millions, you got five NFL ATS picks each week. Circa Survivor, just pick a different money line winner each week. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there last weekend in August. CircusSports.com for all the details. CircusSports.com. What would I do if I won the Circa Millions? I'd still be talking to you. You know what? There's not enough fuck you money in the world to make me stop doing this podcast. What picks do I like for the Survivor for week one? Let's go ahead and get something gross out of the way. Let's say like the... Ugh. The Texans or something. Yeah, let's go with the Texans. Why the fuck not? That's my pick for the Circus Survivor. Don't tell that. All right. Back to my pearl clutching and disdain. I want to be completely unfair to Bob Baffert. There, there are things to say in defense of Bob, not necessarily when it comes to drug testing, not necessarily when it comes to you know the whatever rules govern horse racing. The first one being that Bob Baffert has brought more attention to horse racing in the last 20 years than probably anyone else in horse racing. I don't think that's even debatable at this point. I don't even know why I said probably. I'm going to say definitely. He's brought more attention to horse racing in the last 20 years than anyone else. I mean, his contribution in terms of public interest in this day and age are, are unparalleled. Now, because of that, do people want to knock him off of his pedestal? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. There have to be trainers, owners, hell, people people in horse racing commissions that necessarily that wouldn't mind seeing Bob get what they feel is coming to him. And they probably will use, you know, whatever straw they can grasp at to, to take that shot. My question to that would be, so if you get the best horses and the best bloodstock in the world at this point, because you're up on this pedestal, why do you insist on giving them the ammo to take that shot? You've won your way into position where you can get the best horses. Why should you need to cheat? I think that's a little bit of his argument. It's like, why, why should I have to cheat? Well, if we've watched The Last Dance, we know that they're just uber competitive people who exist in the world. Like Michael Jordan, when you when you realize just the him, Kobe Bryant, anytime you hear anything about how they operated with with everybody, with their teammates, coaches, things like that, and you realize that the, these people are just of a different breed, where they're so competitive that winning is everything, and second place isn't acceptable. In a way, that's what should be. It should be something that is, you know looked at by other people as a, as a good attribute to have, a positive virtue, someone who, who wants to win. 
but there's also the, the, the issue of at what cost. I don't necessarily know what the cost is. What's the cost of, of Bob, you know, cheating? I don't, I don't really know. His horses win some races. I mean, if you're a gambler, sure, you can, you can either claim you're wronged, which is the route that some people have gone, or you can just adapt and know that Bob is, is going to win a lot of races. And you can wager somewhere else in protest. Um, I, I'm always looking to beat his horses because they're always overbet. But there's a reason over the, they're overbet. It's because everyone in America knows that this horse might do something freaky. Let's leave it at that. Another thing that I can I can say to him is it's not like drug regulations pre Heiza were uniform from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. With Bob racing all over the country and every horse's metabolism is different, so a therapeutic, you know, could linger and be over one state's overages. Could be a complete accident. The horse just didn't pass the drug out of its system uh, in the time that they thought it would. Problem is uh, the regularity that things like that happen make it look more nefarious than that. But let's say. Once again, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a pass on one of his crazy-ass explanations that he gave earlier. Cool. I'll give him another pass for saying a horse just didn't metabolize a drug, a, a legal therapeutic, which a lot of these are. A lot of these are legal therapeutics. They're anti-inflammatories. They're uh, numbing agents like lidocaine, things like that, that, that show up in these tests. It's just the regularity that it, that it keeps happening. It's worth noting that this wasn't the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission that that banned Bob. This is Churchill Downs specifically. And I see a lot of complaints. And I feel like this is a complaint that a, that a lot of people will get whenever um, they've done something wrong. It's so obvious that they've done something wrong but they feel like they didn't get a fair shake because we, we, I don't know what to say other than we live in this time. Um, but the complaint is that Bob hasn't received due process for it, for a suspension. Here's the deal. Like if you're, if you don't think that Bob was given a fair shake, they didn't get a fair trial and he didn't get to present his evidence or whatever. Here's the deal. Churchill Downs is a private entity and they can ban, suspend, omit anyone they choose. They own the court and they can take the ball and go home anytime they want. So if you have a problem with Bob not being allowed to run in the Kentucky Derby, you need to take it up directly with Churchill Downs. But I'm going to tell you what, I kind of... I side with Churchill Downs in this one, and this is a rare occurrence. Uh, that's, I mean, it's kind of like two Darth Vader's battling each other right now when we're talking about Churchill Downs and and uh, Bob Baffert. I mean, all of my friends in the Chicago land who loved Arlington Park probably probably are going to skip on that whole Churchill Downs being the good guy in here, but. This is a private entity. There is no due process. He's not entitled to anything. I'm going to give you an example. If I take my dick out and wave it around at the bar, the owner can tell me that I'm not welcome in that bar anymore. 
There's no recourse. There's no due process. There's no appeals. That's the owner of an establishment making a decision for their business, for their business. So if that's your complaint, then sorry. He doesn't get it, and nor does anyone else. This isn't a procedural conspiracy against Bob Baffert. Without Bob, you have lots of underdogs winning, you know? Now that I bring that up, is a great time to talk about underdog fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down to your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Back to the bear of a subject that is that is Bob. Okay, so if the horse didn't test positive, there was no new positives in Kentucky to speak of. Why extend the suspension? The suspension, and they use this directly, this is a direct quote, is for peddling and false narratives. But as I laid out, that's the Bob playbook. It always has been, deflect and spin. I personally applaud the fact that this is the reason for the suspension. You'll often see Bob get out in front of these things before an official body can announce any positives or disciplinary action. Bob is always trying to control the narrative and spin anything negative that may be coming out before it's out. And here's the deal. This is not something that is limited to horse racing this is just society in general is just apparently what we've moved to i'm fucking sick of alternate facts that permeate american society we as a nation have to get past deny until you die from our leaders from everyone anyone who ever is has to be accountable for anything we have to get past this deny until you die bullshit most of the animosity that i have with bob baffert wouldn't be there if Bob never said anything to anyone or soiled the conversation with alternate explanations before you ever even hear an allegation. This is my tip. And this, I think, would get a lot of people back on his side is if you he just kept his fucking mouth shut and handled everything through the regular appeals process. Take your suspensions and punishments like a fucking man and not like a sociopathic 11-year-old who claims it was an accident for putting his little sister into a devastating pile driver. Sorry, if you have kids, you, you know all about this. Hey, um, I licked this on accident. What? You licked something on... How does that... Did you... How... Did you trip with your... T- how did this... How? How? But I'm a parent. I'm used to it. Look at, like, Todd Pletcher. Look at some of the other big trainers... Uh, who get caught with these drug overages. They quietly handle it. They quietly handle it. They quietly, uh, you know, 
go through the appeals process. They ask for a second split test. They do all that. Once it's exhausted, it's like, okay, you got me. I'll serve my suspension, whatever. Bob, just start doing this because the more you talk, the more people fucking hate you because you come up with ridiculous shit like your Seinfeld defense, like the piss hay, like the Jimmy Barnes, uh, you know, numb fingers that the numb fingies was, I mean, that was top notch. That was top notch. So, Bob, this this is my. This is my suggestion is if you feel dirty over what's happening, if you feel like you're doing wrong, the truth is the best antiseptic. Try this on for size for, for next time. You know what? And don't even get out ahead and spin it. Just basically, this is, this is all you have to say. A horse under my care recently tested positive for a band slash therapeutic substance overage. Well, I'm not sure. How this overage occurred as the trainer and final insurer of the animal. It's my responsibility for what's in the horse's blood. I accept the decision of the stewards and will turn to racing with the focus that this doesn't happen again. Literally, that solves it for me. That might replace any respect I had for Bob that I had lost. If he were to just take his medicine, I'm not okay with people not taking their medicine how would everyone be reacting to Ja morant right now with all these videos on instagram of him waving a gun around and him being like nah see what had happened was if you couldn't tell that is actually a piece of birthday cake that was baked into the shape of a gun that i was waving around uh because we we're having a party at said strip club or uh you know it was uh oh that in the video of me driving around you get what i'm saying here like at a certain point, the jig is just fucking up. And if he, if we hear the stock answer that I just gave over and over again, it's pretty obvious that he does know the rules. And he doesn't give a good goddamn about the rules. Meaning, if he just keeps getting popped over and over again without the spin and just says that, then I think it's pretty obvious something's rotten in fucking Denmark and that the man isn't doing something savory. I mean, it already says it, but strip out the excuses. And if he has to say every single time, yep, you got me. Yep, you got me. Yep, you got me. Yep, you got me. I could do that all day because that's about in his career how many times it's happened. All fucking days worth. Bob, just face up to it. Just accept what's happening, man. That's all we ask. I want people want, want to have heroes, but I think part of being a hero is being accountable. And you at the end of the day are account accountable for every single horse that runs in your barn and runs in a race. You're not just accountable for the ones that win. You're not just accountable for the ones that win and lose. You're not just accountable for the ones that win, lose, or die of a catastrophic breakdown. You're not just accountable for the ones that win, lose, all the, you're accountable for all of them. You're accountable for all of them. And I don't care how much purse money you win or how much acclaim is yours. You're not above reproach. You're not above someone looking into these crazy ass excuses. 
<sighs> end of rant that's it that's that's it for the notorious otb i had to get that shit out of my system it was giving me um lymphoma or something i might have hodgkins after that uh holding that in for a couple days but that's why i'm here you know that's why the notorious otb is here for you to listen to uh my thoughts about things so that i don't get cancer so thank you for for tuning in uh and me not getting cancer that's gonna do it for us the notorious otb let's see tomorrow joined by sarah l bodway and the new social media content producer for naira bets mr matthew DeSantis. congratulations to him for for uh landing that job and also uh taking that job i think you're gonna do crazy good things but we'll talk about that more uh when he and sarah l bodway join me uh since they're both now on the naira payroll i feel like i'm i'm losing them a little bit so we're having a not a go away but just like a send off shindig or i'm gonna pick out 10 races and we're gonna handle it tournament style style just horse tourneys pick and pray i get a you get a horse you get an alternate and uh we'll see we'll see who shakes out on top it'll be fun a fun competition amongst friends i'm sure no shit talk will occur that's gonna do it for us we will catch you tomorrow with more notorious otb brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network <laughs>